So this is going to be a big show. We have a lot to talk about. Main thing of the show is going to be us talking about our first, you know, initial thoughts on the MVP race. I think we're going to give our top five, maybe some honorable mentions. But before we get into that, there's one thing I got to get off my chest and we have to talk about. Anthony Davis is fucking back. <laughs> Everybody got on my ass so hard all summer, calling me AD apologist, telling me to get off my knees, telling me he's watched, I should trade him. He's so fucking back. Listen, it's about time. It's about time. We've been waiting for this for a year and a half. I'm I'm glad he could put together a four game stretch like this when LeBron's oh supposed to be out. We've been waiting on this. So good <laughs> yeah, job. Exactly. Good job, Anthony. I feel like he's he's been supposed to be doing this for a long time, but I guess it takes a, it takes a lot for Anthony Davis to go ahead, find his rhythm back and actually be the AD that a lot of us feel like he's supposed to be the generation. This dry hating ass shit. Know. What are we doing? What do you mean? I'm Listen, not he's playing well. Yeah, he's playing well. Honest. Yeah, he's he's we just speaking our minds. That's it. It feels it's so kind of euphoric and refreshing to see him do this, though. To be honest, he's, he's, he's yeah. doing he's doing a lot of things that he used to do back in New Orleans. Not everything, but a lot of things. So yeah, what is what is he not doing so that you want to see him improve on at this point? I don't see I don't see him snatching the jump shot. The jump shot's fucking bad, right? Though. And of course, it's just a jump shot as well. But he's doing he's doing he's doing fantastic. He's a fucking menace. He was absolutely beautiful on defense last night. And I just love yeah. that shit. For those who don't know, LeBron has missed the last four games. And in that time, Anthony Davis has scored 37 points, 38 points, 30 points, and 37 points. Including last night where he had 37, I think 22 rebounds, 5 steals, 5 blocks. Just an absolutely insane performance. performance. Generation. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. And there's a lot of reasons why. Like it's it, Most people have boiled it down to simply LeBron isn't there, which is part of it because he even said in an interview that when LeBron is there, he kind of naturally defers and doesn't quite be as aggressive as he knows he should be. So hopefully he carries that over now that LeBron's not there and he's kind of set the tone. But I think there's more to it in terms of why he's playing so well. Absolutely. Do you guys have any thoughts? I think listen, uh, I think a big part of it, I think a big part of it is the fact that Russell's also looked a little bit more comfortable uh, over, the, over these yeah. last four games. And you, like, you see that whenever it's Russ, AD, and Bron, Everybody says, okay, Bron can have whatever he wants, and we're just going to move mm-hmm. off of that. And now everybody else is trying to figure out where they fit in. And when he's not there, Russell is able to just be, okay, I'm the point guard. Nobody else really can dribble, so this is what I'm going to do, and that's the role that he's most comfortable in. And then AD, like you said, he, now he can come in and say, I'm the number one offensive option. This is what I've done for a majority of my career. I don't have to feel like I'm stepping on a, the potential GOAT's toes at all yeah right like i can just do me and everybody else kind of just falls into place you have more of a natural order of what your roles are and i think that knowing your roles is a huge thing on the team absolutely and something that i noticed is that i just feel like the offensive course with lebron someone who dominates the ball there's not going to be as much ball movement as you'd like and because of that players are going to be like donovan said a little bit more hesitant and Players just everyone's just being more aggressive. Lonnie Walker Jr. is doing his thing. Austin Reeves, like he's not no kind of star or anything like that, but he he's can do great. a little bit of everything. Yeah, he's he's a fantastic role player, S tier role player, damn near. Or at least he's gonna grow into that in the future, if you ask me. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how, that's how, that's about it. I know it's the ball movement, bro. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say something yeah, else. More, but then my mind the story is. People blame him for not being aggressive with LeBron, which, like, in fairness, he should be more aggressive like this when LeBron is there. Like, Absolutely. They, even LeBron's been saying in the media for two years that he wants AD to be like this and take over the team. But at the same time, it, it is hard to do that. Like, every star we've seen play next to LeBron has deferred in some way. Like, 
Bron can say I want him to take over, but that's hard yeah. to do with his style of play. Like, but you do want the ball in your best player's hands. But it's uh, that's that's the thing though. It was easier for I, I would say Wade at the end of that Heat uh, era to defer to to LeBron because he was in the lineup every night, right? Because even prime right, Wade was deferring. His knees were gone by like year, by the end of year two, right? By by like 2013, they were sitting him on on back to backs um, in the regular season. They were making sure that they can keep him for the playoffs, and it was kind of just like, okay, like LeBron is on a different level. He's he's ascending yeah. to like all time status. There's that, and then once you get to Cleveland, it's the same thing. Where Kyrie's nice, but he's nowhere close to where LeBron is. I think we're at a point where if AD plays like this, there's a legitimate conversation about who's the better yeah. player, and so then. That's that's whenever it's I think it's easier to cede power if you're if For you're sure. LeBron AD and another thing that we've seen over the last you know four games, AD AD's has been to the free throw line a lot more. He shot 16 free throws last night and then two two nights ago against Detroit he shot 21 free throws, and yeah. you see that that aggression being rewarded at the free throw line. You see, I see why you say that, but it's not just aggression in terms of like oh he's trying hard. Yeah. Like, Every night he wants to score buckets, but there's like real X's and O's reasons to why you're seeing these yeah. numbers be the What's way they up? are. I just want to talk about that a little bit. The main thing is now, so he's playing center full time. I know there's always a lot of him moaning and groaning about it in the past years, but now Darvin Ham has just been like, shut the fuck up, you're our center. And we're seeing that play out in really positive ways, offensively and defensively. I'll start on defense. They're running him in pick and rolls way more. Like if you watch the game last night, like it's basically every play, Anthony Davis coming up, setting a screen. Like they don't have a lot of offensive movement. It's just AD screen and roll. And by doing that, he's constantly rolling to the rim nonstop, which is, you know, how you want to use him to get him mm-hmm. paint touches as much as possible. That's allowing him to get those paint touches and not be stuck shooting jump shots like he is when he's a power forward. Absolutely. Like, I think 8% more of his shots are at the rim this year from last year. Yeah. And he's eliminated his long mid-range shots by 10%. Yeah. So it Absolutely. used to be like 22% of his shots are long mid-range shots. Now they're 12%. So naturally, when you're doing that, rolling a lot, you're going to be at the rim. You're going to get more free throws. So it's not just him being aggressive. It's the offense... Purposely manufacturing that for him. It's very crazy that that you say that though, because when we thought about, especially when AD got there, and when, mm-hmm. when we talk about like the like, oh, Anthony Davis has MVP potential. He is he could be like the best player in the world type stuff. The big part of it was that he could do everything. Was that he could be yeah. like this six ten rim roller, but at the same time he can stretch out and shoot the three. He can he can shoot the mid range, and since the bubble since the bubble, we just haven't seen that. That's just dead, right? So it's ve- it's very very interesting to see him kind of be put into this new situation where it's like actually AD we don't want you shooting jumpers like that's not re- yeah. that's not really your bag anymore you can't really do it and we're just going to use you more in a traditional sense when he has such like an extraordinary bag of talents it's yeah, it's exactly. crazy he's the, he's in the Giannis bag now in terms of like use yeah 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 exactly vault just attack yeah and that's and that's how it's as of now i'm feeling like that's how it should be like if you're open of course shoot that and there was a couple of possessions earlier in the in that phoenix game where they just left him wide open he was like bro you think i'm who the fuck do you think i am and he pulled in he, he cast that, i think back-to-back <laughs> straight possessions it was two yeah. two long twos and those are the type of shots at this point that he should be taking until his shots until his shot starts to come back. But as of now, like, I, I just completely right. He's been dominating the paint, and he's he hasn't been resistant to go ahead and take two-pointers, but he's just been such a force and a menace inside, and there's basically nothing that nobody can do in the NBA yeah. about it. And yeah. I think that's what it should be. 
uh, Mo, one other thing you mentioned a little bit ago when we get back to you is you talked about he's also been a menace defensively. Like yeah. last night he had five blocks, five steals. Dude. I have some more thoughts about why he's been so good defensively. What yeah. are you seeing from him this year that makes you say that? Because I don't know if you would have said that last year. Because last year he was a great defender but wasn't as like – you didn't feel him as much maybe because of scheme, maybe for whatever reason you say about his aggression. What are you seeing this year that makes you so impressed with his defense? There, well, this year I can't – I don't I don't remember too much of AD last year. I don't, I watched the Lakers last year, but there wasn't I a lot of AD last year <laughs> injured. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I can't answer that question to the highest level as you can. So I'm gonna throw yeah. it back at you. Just defer. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna defer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's well, funny. X's and O's wise, yeah. it's because no last year him playing the four. Let's compare it to the Bucks defensive scheme because that's where Darvin Ham came from. Last year, they kind of tried to play... Well, they moved into center last year at the end of the year, but beginning of the year, yeah. they had him playing the four, kind of playing the Giannis role where he's not the main center defending pick and rolls. He's defending the man in the corner, being the helper to block shots, you know, the weak side defender. That's always been 80s kind of role. They use him as like a Swiss Army knife because he's so versatile. They'll make him do that. They'll make him guard big wings sometimes. Sometimes they'll guard centers. This year, they've made it extremely simple for him, and he's just playing center, playing drop coverage every time like yeah. Brooke Lopez does on the yeah. Bucks. So exactly. Kind of There's this one play last night where... He had uh, Devin Booker switched on to him. I think, of course, mm-hmm. DeAndre Ayton was in the back. And most centers where they get caught up and where they get scored on, like 80% of the time is when they're playing this two-on-one game. And AD yeah. literally, he angled himself perfectly. Defense, for the most part yep. of my mind, is all about effort, of course. And it's all about angles, too, and how you position yourself. And AD is one of the best at this in this game because of how mobile he is. And he's athletic and he's just smart. And he stood in right in the middle and he blocked any type of passage that Devin Booker could have possibly had. And he tried to dump it off or do this weird pass. And AD literally just snatched it. Yeah, Moves exactly. Like Beautiful, bro. Yeah, it's, it's been genius to have him play just purely drop coverage. Because on the surface, any other coach might think, no, we want him to beat this versatile guy playing from the weak side, use all his crazy talents. But there's been like so many pros to having him just play drop. Like you said, he's incredibly talented with his defensive IQ with how he defends those and like cuts off the passing lanes, does all that. So playing drop allows him to impact almost every play because he's defending the screens. So maybe there's not as many wow moments by having him come from the weak side and block shots, but he can constantly be engaged with the play and show his defensive impact. And also he's having the best rebounding year of his career. Half of that is because he's always by the rim now playing drop coverage. Mm -hmm. He's not out with the perimeter defending people. And part of it is because he's always rolling to the rim on offense. So he's always getting offensive rebounds because he's around there, not in the perimeter shooting jump shots. So both of those come hand in hand. Yeah. And lastly, allowing him to just play the drop coverage in a very simple way just like lightens the burden on him. He's not running around the perimeter, so he can use that energy on the offensive end and do what he's been doing, scoring 37 points a night. AD's funny, yeah. man. He he really is funny because there was a <laughs> – I don't think that he knows what's, what's best for him. Like because, <laughs> He definitely doesn't. He, because for his entire career, he's like, I want to play the four, I want to play the four, and then you put him at the five and he dominates. And then even earlier in the year – there was a there was a press conference um, after a game and they were asking him you know just what, like what's going wrong with the defense and and you know kind of kind of what you guys were talking about with how is it different with him playing the five now he was saying like back in back in 2020 when they won the championship they were able to have like a five with either JaVale or Dwight and he was like I was able to 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 roam and I was able to like plug holes everywhere and the way he was talking about it, it sounded like he really enjoyed being the roamer yeah. and playing like the free safety. And now he's still like he struggled in that role a little bit earlier in the year, and or not even struggled, but he's thriving much more as like the defensive anchor. And if yeah. you just tell him what to do, right? If he just like listens to uh, to other people who are telling him like, no, this is how you're supposed to play. This is how you can be successful. 
it it's it's just so funny that everything that he's publicly said that he's wanted is the least optimal way yeah. to go <laughs> about things. I mean, that's why you got to have a good coach. Like, all this comes down to credit to Darvin Ham for willing to put AD in the best position for him to succeed, Absolutely. even if it's not what AD wants. Like, Frank Vogel and the whole entire Lakers front office just committed so hard to making LeBron and AD happy and doing whatever the fuck they want and just, like, babying them. And clearly, Darvin Ham isn't on that. He's benching Russ, making AD play the five. Like, he's willing to he's, do what's necessary. Exactly, bro. Shout out to him because every coach that the Lakers have had, or any real coach in general in the NBA, as you can see, with superstars who are quite demanding like the KDs and Kyrie Irving of the world and whatever else you can think of, they usually get their next cut off at the end of the day. And like you said, credit Thanks, to yeah. Darvin because he could easily fold and submit under all this pressure, especially the LA pressure. The LA pressure is one to none, literally no, no joke. And to make these hardcore adjustments and stick to Russ on the bench and force AD to go ahead and play the five, even though he's been crying, bitching, complaining about, oh, I don't want to do this or that. It's beautiful. I love it. And now he's reaping the benefits, and I think that he could be – I think he's going to be probably the long-term coach for the Los Angeles Lakers for years Hopefully. and years and years to come. Yeah. Now we just need LeBron to come back and yeah. keep up. He going to yeah, mess up the chemistry. Yeah. Now it's the house. LeBron going to come in and mess up the chemistry. They're going to lose three straight. And now everyone's <laughs> and then everyone's gonna be upset. Yeah, bro. give the playmaking back to Austin Reeves. Exactly. <laughs> hey, Imagine just to add a cherry on top. AD over the last four games has been averaging sixteen points, eighteen rebounds, and ten stocks or not ten, five stocks a game. That's fucking insane. You, Steals. You said eighteen points. No, eighteen boards. Oh, eighteen boards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Jesus crazy. Christ. That's crazy. It's yeah. fucking nuts, bro. And he's been shooting ninety two percent from the line. So no, good, good for, good for AD, good for AD. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad we're finally, yeah. we're seeing this, this version from him. One thing I want to ask: with AD playing at this level now, are you willing to put him back in your top ten players alive right now? Easily, I'm not even easily. I'm not even looking think twice about, about it. About it bro. Pro- probably, probably because yeah. I'm, I think I was saving a spot for Kawhi, and he's definitely just not there right yeah. now. He just rolled his. I never really took him out because I. I as you know, I always have faith in AD bouncing back, but he's still got to be in that back half of the top 10, I think. He's not pushing top five like he once was because there's too many amazing players right now, but I think he's definitely at least top 10. Yeah, yeah. I'll say I'll say top 10. If he was to keep this up, cool. he's definitely top five. No, without a question. Top five Easily. again? Yeah. If he's keeping so is, this up? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, if you keep up 30, if you keep up 35 and 18, then yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, you, you could be top yeah. five, but I, yeah, top 10, top 10, top seven. Yeah. That's that's yeah. kind of. I hope deserves. you're right. It's just it's hard to pass up one of Steph, Giannis, Luca, Jokic, Embiid. Yeah. That's not even mentioning Katie or Braun. Like it's hard to break into that top five right now. Yeah. Listen, from what we're seeing, he might be better than Braun. That's what I'm saying. That's the that's the conversation. Ooh. That's the conversation that we actually have to have. Where if we run this offense through through Anthony Davis, are we going to be more successful? And and just have like LeBron's role when he comes back. It's a back, tough conversation, yeah. Right, LeBron. LeBron's role yeah, when tough. he should come back is, yo, Bron, just go out there. You don't even have to get thirty. You can yeah. get you can get twenty two because AD is going to be the one getting getting twenty five, twenty seven. I'm pretty sure Bron wants that too. He has yeah. he has been. Is he going to allow yeah. himself to to do it? And we'll is, see. That's the thing. But my so, thing yeah. with the way that they do it though, like it's just straight up force feeding AD in the post, and he settles for like some ugly ass mid-range fadeaway 
that's how it but always it hasn't been is. there lately. Exactly. Lately, it's been forcing him in pick and rolls. Which exactly, like and that's big, what big needs thing. to happen. Spam the pick and roll. Stop throwing a mid post, then veering off to the like far right and standing with your hands, wiping your hands, or doing whatever old ass man <laughs> shit that he do. Like play, play to his strengths. Don't just throw him. Just don't just throw yeah. it to him in the post just because he has that ability to do that. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm gonna give Bron some time to, to get back. I'm gonna give Bron some time to get his rhythm back before I say AD is a better player for sure. But if AD keeps us up and he's this monster on both ends, that's, you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's enough Lakers talk. We gave them a good 15 minutes. You know how to get it off my chest. <laughs> Feeling vindicated. <laughs> I think we can move on to doing what we always do at the start of the show. We're going to react to some of your guys' hot takes. So, hot trash, hot trash. Let's hear it. <laughs> you're so mean to their hot takes. <laughs> yeah. Let's see if it works. All right, first one. Hmm. Let me know if this is an L take or a W take. I said it backwards. Let me know if this is a W take or an L take. I'm here says that he'd rather have Brandon Ingram than Zion Williamson. Yeah, that's an L take. This is yeah, that's a that's a L take. Zion Williamson is Zion Williamson is generational in terms of his athletic ability and just just his play just his play on the floor. Like he's one of his at his best, he can be one of the most efficient scorers in in the league. Yeah, yeah, it's not not really a question. I Go love ahead. Brandon Ingram, but there is nothing generational about him. In the next every two to three NBA drafts, you can find I mean, his some hands player nice. with the same. Yeah, his hand, <laughs> handles are nice. Whatever. But no, 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 no. Not his handles. His, his hands. His, his hands. What? Wow. Fisticuffs. What he do you can mean scrap. by his hands? He can scrap. Oh. He's always getting in fights. Remember, remember when he punched? Was it uh, Chris Paul? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that's true. That he's from Chicago and he messes with G Herbo and him. Yeah. So that's 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 he has generational hands. Yeah, absolutely. You're right about First that. First team all smoke. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe every five years. Maybe every five years yeah. you'll find someone like Brandon Ingram. But Zion Williamson's are very rare, and you can't find them like that, bro. Yeah. I get the. I get why people feel inclined to say this, because people really love that play style that Ingram has, having that guy that can create shots off the dribble and be a dynamic scorer. I get it. But at his peak, Zion's potential is so much higher that you have to roll the dice on that. He can be the type of player that you build your offense around and just game-breaking with his rim pressure. Yeah. Ingram doesn't have that ceiling. Exactly. I can name 30 players in the past who remind me of Brandon Ingram, but I can really name only one or two players all the way back in the 80s and 90s who remind me of Zion Williams. I mean, 30 is kind of high. (laughs) Okay, 30 is kind of high. I see see what you mean, though. But you know what what I mean. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's Ingram is like his peak is like a top twenty player in the NBA. If it's like everything breaks right, yeah. probably more like top thirty. Zion, if he gets back to the level he was a couple years ago, continues to develop, he can push top ten. Yeah, for sure. This for comment sure. right here sounds like he's just only been watching this season. He disregarded everything that Zion did uh, way back a couple a couple yeah. years ago, like two years ago. So and it's fair to have concerns with Zion. He hasn't been at the same level, but yeah. I'm still gonna be patient and wait for him to get back to yeah. what we know we Pelican's can. Pelicans' offense as a whole is kind of finicky right now. CJ McCollum has a couple questions of, about like whether or not he can actually be the point guard of his of this team full time. But yeah, there's a lot of moving I, parts there that not as not as cohesive as you'd want. But yeah, to be expected not. when you have four or five guys that can really be offensive creators on their own and give you Facts. twenty a night. Yeah. yeah. All right. What's next? What's when next? When Jonas Valanciunas is your fourth best creator, like it's it's kind of a lot to have to pass around. Exactly. In terms of opportunity. All right. Next one. Skippy says that SGA is better than Trey Young and always will be. <laughs> always will be. The always, always will, be, will be. The always will be makes it an, an L take. He's definitely yeah. better than him <laughs> right now. He's playing better than him right now. 
Um, but like if Trey comes back and if Trey remembers how to shoot, then I'll take Trey Young over Shea. But for, but for right now, Shea. SGA, SGA is having a better season because, yeah. like you said, Trey Young's having a poor shooting season. But Trey Young's still the better player. Like the, the playmaking jump is huge. Maybe you think the defense is a big enough jump to SGA to outweigh it, but I'm going to pick Trey long term. This is, this is a lowercase w. Uh, what <laughs> lowercase w? Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's yeah. like it's 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 half of a good take. It's lower. It's lowercase. He's, See, with these crayon takes, you making me stress, and I I don't do any type don't of you drugs dare or anything take like Trae that. Young but I need to Shea open right up now. a pack of six. I'm not taking Trey Young over Trey over. I'm not taking Trey over Shea right, right now. Right now, I'm doing it. Yeah, I mean, what does right now mean? If we're this talking about season. picking right now to go forward in the season, yeah, I'm picking Trey. Like, Trey's going to have positive regression at some point, and he's going to get back to being the offensive masterpiece that we know he can be. Isaac yeah, is I'll my saving grace. I would take that that Toronto man, and I'll take Shane. I'm not going to overreact and write Trey off when we were just talking about him as maybe being Trey the third sucks. best point guard alive. <laughs> 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 Fuck Trey. <Yeah>. You're bald. <laughs> okay, last one. Reflect says that Joel Embiid will go down as the best 76er of all time. Uh, that's no. That's no. a major. <laughs> Who are some of the greatest Sixers of Alan all time? Allen Iverson. Will, yeah. Charles Didn't Barkley. Will play for them or am I tripping? Will. Yeah. Or, I think, well, well, I actually, think Joel Embiid no. can pass up Allen Iverson. No. Well, well, Will has. Will played for the Philadelphia Warriors. <sighs> yeah. Not, not the same. It was yeah. like the Golden State franchise. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. it's I mean, I, Moses Malone. True, Moses, very underrated. Uh, so, but I mean, if 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 Joel's a lifer and like is this level of player for like over a decade, like it's not crazy. Like, he can pass up Allen Iverson. Yeah, if he gets to a finals, <laughs> if he gets if he gets to a conference finals, shit. Yeah, that's the real conversation. He, he has gone to conference finals, hasn't he? No, he has never. Left they've the never round. been to the conference finals. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking of the Raptors one that shot, but that was the second round, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, that was a crazy series. I Wait, they never made a conference finals. No. Yeah. I feel like they have. That conversation is gonna heat the fuck up, bro. Once he has another, if he has another playoff player this season, yeah. it's gonna heat the fuck up. Promise. Yeah. So let's let's get to a conference finals, and then we could and then we could talk. Yeah. Yeah. He's a second round. They've right never now. made one. Why do I feel like they? Let's have? get him an MVP as well. Allen Iverson has one. He don't have one. Yeah. Let's get him one. Yeah, yeah but when I mean, you finish twice in a row, clearly you're on an MVP level. Like, can't really hold that against. No one's nah, gonna remember it. twice. Nah, in a go row. out and do it. Go out and yeah, do no it. No one cares. Wow. You're gonna have his accolades finish. Finish. I just can't believe. I don't know why. I feel like he's nah. Made oh yeah, he's never made Eastern Conference Finals. That's crazy. The yeah, process, that is shocking. <laughs> the process never. They should have beat Atlanta to get there. That's no. what it was. They should have. They should have beat Atlanta to get there. And I'm gonna give him credit for that one because he played with a torn meniscus in his knee and was still the best player on his team. Because Ben that, Simmons yeah. couldn't couldn't help him out. Um, and he lost on one of the best game winning game seven buzzer beaters ever against Toronto. Yeah. So like he's had pretty shit luck. He's one shot away from making the Western Conference, making the Eastern Conference Finals. Like oh, but then they got embarrassed last year, or not 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 embarrassed, but then they 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 went outside. Yeah, they got to, beat to Miami. Yeah, because James Harden's a potato. That's tough. <laughs> and okay. and didn't Boston Boston beat them in five games too? They've yeah, had but that was luck. yeah, that was no 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 no. Boston swept them in twenty twenty. Yeah, that they they weren't expected to win at all. Not getting, they weren't expected to get swept, but they weren't expected to win back then at all. That yeah, Ben Simmons yeah. out. We need a conference finals for him. Yeah, nah. Either way, I won't be shocked if it happens. So I'm not gonna act like it's a horrible take. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, that's all the hot takes we got. So we got through the Anthony Davis talk. We got through the hot takes. Now's the time for what the show is titled about. We're going to talk about the MVP race. Mm. So first, before we get into it, we're going to give all of y'all our top fives and kind of talk about where everybody stands at the moment. But first, I think we should give some honorable mentions. For me, but people that didn't quite make the list, but were in the running and maybe will earn themselves onto the top five is ironically Jokic and Embiid. Okay. Okay. I think, okay, wait. Go explain explain real quick why you don't think that they're top three right now. Yeah. Well, it's more so that or, because or there's like five. some really fucking good. Can- yeah, there's just like a lot of great candidates right now that are like have been on fire to start the year with great teams that maybe they'll fall off. Like spoiler alert, Donovan Mitchell's in my top five. Yeah, I expect he'll fall yeah. off, and one of these bigs will get in there. Maybe both of them. But right now, Embiid, it's like games played. He he started off slow, missed some games. The team sucks right now. So like, I'm not gonna hold record against you at this point of the year, but. He has to, you know, keep it up at the mm-hmm. high level we've seen in the past five games, mm-hmm. and then he'll earn his way back. And Jokic, honestly, I, I don't know. Like, it's just really, like I said, people have been crazy. But he's by every advanced metric been playing like one of the best players he, in the NBA. Yeah, their team is pretty good. Like, he's been incredible. People are harping on him for only scoring like twenty two points per game right now, but that's because clearly he's he making effort help. to not. Yeah, and he's trying not to burn out like he did. Like he's trying to save it for the playoffs because he's already won two back to back MVPs. He doesn't need to go hard every game. Facts. Okay, but I think he'll get back in there. All right, that's that's cool. I have I also have Embiid in my honorable mention. Um, okay, for for every for everything that that you said, um, D. Mitch is is in there, um, and I mean I think our, our top five I think our top fives are, are good. So I'm actually gonna drop mine down to top three because this is where I think we have a little bit of um, of difference here. So yeah. I so my top three. Is... Oh wait, 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 don't get let's not get ahead of ourselves yet. Okay, what's up? What, <laughs> Bo, what, what, do you have honorable mentions, Bo? So honorable mention, I'm also gonna give that to Joel Embiid, and then yeah. I haven't heard his name yet, and I have a very strong feeling that he didn't make either of you guys top five. Number one seed in the Western Conference is Devin Booker, and I just feel like yeah, a lot of people just do not care. And uh, you're right. It's also hard because he's not <laughs> putting not up care. any. Yeah, <laughs> no one cares at all. Bro. Not care at all. Yeah, it's like, bro, he could be. You know, he could. Yeah, like no one just genuinely cares. They see it, they just like, eh. You know what I'm saying? And that's so. Funny. He's not putting. That's up, so true though. Yeah, and he's not putting okay. up any. He's putting up great numbers, career high. I think he's averaging like 27 or something like. Something like that per game had a forty nine point per game performance. He's had one of the best NBA. <laughs> He's seasons. had a career year. Yeah, do not <laughs> and no one's even better than I. Oh yeah, you're right. God. You're hundred percent right. Like. He's. On, I thought about him. I just didn't want to give you like a million honorable mentions. I thought about him and KD can be thrown in there as well. Yeah. So yeah, he's honorable mention as well. You're right. Maybe if he keeps it up, he'll play himself back into being third place again like last year. But he's just not gonna win. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. No oh, one's gonna man. give. No one's gonna give it to him. But I have to give him some type of respect, and that's the most I like amount of respect I can give him. To him, bro. So I'm Booker. I'm glad you say it. you said it because I was never gonna bring up Devin Booker's conversation. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, MVP conversation. That's so funny. Yeah, bro. Okay, so we, we both talk about having Donovan Mitchell in our top five. For me, he's number five. Okay, I assume he's about the same place for you, Donovan. Mm. Oh, actually, now now that I now that I think about it, Donovan Mitchell is is an honorable mention for me. Oh, oh. you didn't put him in top five. I I. Th- did you put John Morant in there? Because I think he could probably yeah. be an honorable mention as well, too. Yeah, Jaws my fifth. Okay. Jaws okay. my okay. fifth. It's, it's John D. Mitch right, right, at that, right at that cutoff line. Okay. okay. Who's your number five, Mo? 
Uh, number five is very respectably Donovan Mitchell, easily. Okay. Okay. Same as me. I think Donovan Mitchell clearly has a case for early season because he's averaging over 30. Darius Garland was hurt. His eye was falling off, and he kept the team afloat, and they started off as one of the top seeds in the West, well, I mean, the East, while he's having a career year, shooting, like, ridiculously efficient. Like, yeah. I think it really just comes down to that, is that he's been putting up monster numbers on a great team. Yeah. It's like, it's clear what his case is. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, and that's, listen, that's, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I think, but, but I think he's the most likely to fall off, though. I think, I, hmm, I don't, I don't know, though. I don't. Actually, I don't know. I, I honestly I can see. I think like the shooting, the shooting may fall off, but I feel like, I feel like D. Mitch still has a really good chance of playing at like sure. a high, high level. Um, I just think. Oh, he will. I, I didn't mean fall off in that way. I mean, as in one of the bigs and the honorable mentions are going to pass him up oh, on okay. this list. Okay. Okay. Fair. Who you got for number four? Well, I'm, I'm interested in hearing Donovan. Why John Morant over Donovan Mitchell? I think. Mm. I think that that what Ja has done. Um, Especially, like so, D. Mitch has had Mobley and Jared Allen to help mm-hmm. to help secure like that to help secure the the defensive end, and so it's really just allowed him to just go off and, and flourish, right? And so, like, I don't I don't want to hold that as like a knock to him, but for Ja, Ja had he's he was without Jaron Jackson Jr. and now that now that uh, now that Jaron's back, you see the immediate effects of having him you know, man, man, the defense and their, the yeah. defense has immediately gotten better. And then also over the past, like two weeks, Desmond Bain, who's having one of the best years of his career, having the best year of the his, best. yeah, the yeah. best year of his career, he also got injured. And so Ja's been, it's been Ja and Dylan Brooks, man. And yeah. like, and <laughs> so to, for, for Ja to be playing at the level that he is, which is still like a, a really high level and keep the Grizzlies like afloat. That's why I would have him above that because I just think that he he's had just slightly less help than Donovan Mitchell has. Yeah, I think for me with Ja it comes down to missed games so far, and he's just not quite as efficient. Like he's putting up really good numbers, I think at twenty seven points per, but like his rim scoring is like weirdly down right now, mm-hmm. which yeah. will come back up a little bit naturally as he gets some positive regression. Like we say with most people that are struggling, but it's only like fifty three percent at the rim right now. So like he's been great, but not quite as great as I think he'll be in the future. Okay. And also Dylan Brooks. I mean, Desmond Baines was playing at a fucking all-star level, so like he was insane. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. I just I like I like what Ja was doing early on in the in the season, just just slightly more because of of the lack of hope. But that's fair. But yeah, but I'm not listen. I'm not dying on on that hill. Like if like like (laughs) if in two days I can I can 100 percent look back on this and be like, yeah, I can put D Mitch at five, and that would be I wouldn't change anything. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Okay, well, let's get to number four because I think this is where there's gonna be some disagreement beginning. Yes, my number four is Giannis Antetokounmpo. I had the same thing. Fuck, fuck. Okay, let's whatever. Go. Y'all are. At least might be. In th- it's it's two on one right now. It's two on yeah. one. Yep. I have Steph at four. Okay. What? That's crazy. I have Steph yeah, at you're four. Yeah, you're not I have Steph at four. Okay. So maybe we flip where we have Giannis and Steph because that's crazy <laughs> to me. Like yeah. I have Steph so much higher. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're kind okay. of crazy, bro. Explain why you think Steph doesn't deserve to be top three right now. It is, it is simple. They won their first road game against the Houston Rockets this week. They were they started the season zero for nine on on the road. This team just hasn't been been great. And yes, Steph has been amazing offensively. So has the other three people that that we're gonna name, and the other okay. three people that that we're gonna name individually 
have been able to affect the game on both ends of the floor at a high level. And so I think with Steph, I don't think that his offense um, is necessarily like as his offense alone trumps the package of offensive and defense from these other three players. And so for somebody like, like Giannis, who's also averaging 30 points a game, who's also, you know, one of the best defenders in in the league and is on a team that's second in the East right now and has one of the best records in in the league. I think that that package in itself is a little bit, um, that's, that's, that means a little bit more to me. So that's why I would have Giannis ahead of Steph. Yeah. I can't just, I I can't disagree with you with any of that, but one thing about Giannis is that he's been he's always going to be a lead on the defensive end, always going to be up there with the def- like along the best defenders in the NBA, one of the best five defenders. And um, my thing about Giannis is that his efficiency across the board has fucking tanked for his yeah for his standards. Like he's shooting the worst from the field since 2016, since the XXL 2016 cipher. He's been he's he's been <laughs> he's tanked that. Tanked off that it's bad. Long He's shooting twenty two percent from the three point line. Shooting like fifty seven percent from 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 the free throw line. So it's been pretty yeah. a pretty off year offensively, but he's still pretty good, pretty damn good. But I can't That's have him number three. I predicted Giannis would win it. Like he was my preseason pick for MVP. So you know, I don't like putting him number four. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be correct if I'm going to pick an mm-hmm. option. But like you're saying. The defensively, he's been great. The team's still really good. But at this point of the year, so many teams are clumped together. Like, the Warriors are like the 10th seed, but they're two games behind the 4th seed. So, like, I'm not going to buy too much into the records at this point because we're still so early. These teams are so clumped. Things are going to change. Like, the Warriors are going to bounce back. We're being real. Facts. So, I'm not going to hold that against Steph too much. And for me, it's the same thing with Giannis. He has currently a 56% true shooting, which is just above league average, which is crazy for Giannis. Normally, he's among the top three. And at this point, Steph is going to set the record for the highest true shooting percentage ever for a player with over 30% usage rate. Yeah. So, like, that difference in scoring is, like, massive, even if the points per game is similar. Giannis just hasn't been what we expect him to be. Listen, yeah. I get where I get we're upset at, at Giannis because he pushed over the ladder and he was messing with that with that Sixers <laughs> employee. Well, I could not give a fuck less. <laughs> fuck Montez Harrell. <laughs> I, I, under, I understand that that's a, a problem for some people. Um, but no, like, I, okay, to the three-point shooting that, that you brought up, Giannis could shoot zero percent from three, and I wouldn't care. I that's, oh, that's not the problem. That's not, no. I'm I'm just saying. Like I'm going I'm going one by one. I he could he could miss every three this season, and I wouldn't care. That's not what I look to Giannis for. So that that's one. The free throw shooting, yes, obviously. Like I would want that that to be higher. And to in in my opinion, they lost that Philly game because he couldn't knock down free throws. Right, that game was there for them to take a big lead, and he's going to the free throw line every you know. 45 seconds and he's missing two every time. So that, that one, that one's on, that one's on him. However, I, I think that the fact that there's like no spacing on, on this team, right? They don't, they don't have Middleton. They don't have Connaughton. Drew Holiday hasn't been like amazing. And so once, once they once they get it back, I think Giannis is really going to take that that leap forward. I still think though that his ability, that him and Brook Lopez, like that that defensive combination, and what they've been able to do there, that added to the fact that he's still averaging thirty and still leading leading this offense. That's still like a really big thing for me. He's shooting twenty nine percent from mid range. That's the biggest. Problem. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Threes. He, He's not shooting a lot of threes, but he's shooting a lot of mid-range. He yeah. shoots a lot of them at this point, and they're not going in at all. So he's, like, just, he's just trying. You cannot right care. You cannot care, but like 
it matters a lot. Like, those are a lot of missed shots. You know yeah. I mean? Like, it's not Moments. like it's just, like, a few years ago where he occasionally yeah. shoots a mid-range to keep the defense is honest. It's a big part of his game now, and it hasn't been falling at all. Yeah, exactly. You, you don't have the to care. Down. Looking at the numbers, you don't have to sit down and care. But when you look at, when you sit down and look at these clutch games and when they leave Giannis wide, wide the fuck open from three. I remember there was a couple games ago when he – earlier in the season when he was going ballistic against, like, Minnesota. And he, like, three, four minutes down, later down the stretch, he was dominating – in absolutely every single category from the game. He was doing MVP things, docking out threes, free throws, mid-ranges, of course, doing his thing in the paint. And that's just like, it's it's so weird putting him in at four because he's been absolutely phenomenal. But I just didn't even think that there's three other yeah, players who have been knocking it down on, from every single category. You know? Yeah. And Giannis I think that's the thing. We're off. talking about him slowing down a little bit. His version of slowing down to have a start of yeah. the year is being the fourth best player in the NBA. Like, oh my God, what a fucking catastrophe. He's only yeah. the fourth in MVP. Yeah. So it, it's, it's finicky. If you have him one, that's where I take exception, which I guess we'll find out. Mm-hmm. But he's still number four. Like, he's still in the MVP race, yeah. which we talked about Joel Embiid and Jokic potentially rising up as the season goes on. Giannis is also going to rise up. So exactly. I don't hate you for giving him the benefit of the doubt and just putting him there now. Yeah, exactly. okay. In one week's time, we could genuinely flip and we'll all be like, yeah, Giannis is number one again. It's early in the season. Yeah, I, I, I won't be shocked. And you, you had uh, Giannis at four as well, right, Mo? Yeah, I did. I'm afraid that we have the same top three. Well, we clearly, we all have the same group of people in the top three, clearly. Okay. So we'll see what order. Number three, I have Jason Tatum. Mm, okay. Okay. Where, where, where do y'all got number three? Where, where you at, Bo? Number three, I got Steph. Okay. 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 Wait, we have a very different list. I'll tell you that. Thank God. <laughs> Yeah, I have I have Giannis at three. Okay, naturally we talked about that. Yeah. Okay. So you have cool. Tatum above. Okay. Yeah. Wait a minute. Oh, you all forgot you had Steph at four. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. Yes. So I, got- I put Tatum at three. Tatum definitely could be two. Yeah. But I put him at three simply because that it's almost like this thing where his team is being held against him because his team is really fucking good, which is always tricky because like you don't want to do that. Yeah, but he just has so much more help than the other top two guys. True, and maybe you say that his record being so good makes up for it. So clearly, he's just doing what he's supposed to do. Yeah, but I just think the top two guys impact their offense so much more than he has to do. So it's nothing to do with him not being deserving. Like if they keep up the one seed for the whole year, maybe he'll be number one. But I think uh-huh. at this point, the top two guys have just been such offensive dynamos that you can't you can't put them below number two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my reasoning for. I, I I I hate the whole penalizing players because their teams are good thinking. A lot of people did that yet last year with John Moran. Not to say that he was like you know what I'm saying relates to this conversation. Yeah. But just in general, I don't like that idea. Um, but there's something be, to be said for having for doing a lot with a little. Like yeah, you're at, it, you're at, it does make a difference. You're absolutely right. It does it does it does make a difference. It's just sound. I don't. I just don't like hearing it most of the time. But times like this, yeah, acceptable. Um, so I got Steph at three. Uh, the record is just not where you, where you want it to be at. The whole road wins thing is kind of trashy right now. But outside of that, I'm just going strictly based off of W's and L's. And that's the only reason why that I have Steph at three. You can have – I damn near almost put him at, like, number two. And uh, there's no real – I'm not reaching. I'm not staying, like, ten toes down to the ground with this – with me having Steph at three at all. He's been absolutely yeah. phenomenal. Had He's been playing, in my mind, damn near, like – the best he's been literally playing the best basketball of his career as of now. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I just, again like career I said, earlier, I just can't take records. 
Yeah. I'm not taking Rutgers too seriously this early in the year. Like, yeah. I'm not. It's not going to be like a deciding factor for me. You know what I mean? Like, if this was the end of the year, like if we were predicting the season ends today, who wins it? Then maybe it's Tatum because of the one seed. Uh-huh. But if we're just like talking about a race where things change, like it's too early to be so beholden to records. I think. Yeah. True. 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 So that that's why I have set higher. Just because okay. I, if the season ends today and they were still the ten seed, fuck no, he's not even top five. Yeah. You know what I mean, fuck okay. yeah. that'd be embarrassing. That's right. Cool. I have I have Giannis at, at three. We already went went through that. Isaac, who's your two? Two is the one guy we haven't said his name yet. Yep. Luka Doncic. I got him at two as well. So, I guess we'll talk about one and two together since it's obvious. So, that means I have Steph Curry at one. What it comes down to, these two have been clearly the best offensive players in the NBA. Luka is at a whole other level in terms of he's doing the things we've seen him been doing, but he's putting it all together in a more efficient way and just really... Taking the MVP leap we've all wanted to do without the slow start, like Donovan kept talking about in the offseason, that we always expect that Luka's going to win mm-hmm. MVP, but yeah. then he comes in out of shape. He ain't coming out of shape this year. He came in full throttle. He was the first player since Jordan to drop 30 points in the first six games. Like He's tying records only Wilt has done. He's been incredible. But I got to put Steph above him just because if we look at the numbers and how efficient he's been and how impactful to his team he's been, if the Warriors didn't have him, they would be the worst team in the NBA, and it's not close. Yeah, he's making them like thirty points per hundred possessions better when he's on the court. Like their offense is over twenty points better when him on the court compared to when he's off, and he's gonna set the record for the highest true shooting percentage ever among a high usage player. He's just been so ridiculous and such a supernova of impact that I can't not put him one. Yeah, okay. I agree with that. I don't okay. have a number one, but I can agree with that. So what? So what? What's your one and two? My one is Tatum, and my two is Luca. Uh Mm-hmm. Harping on what you said about Luca, um, how he's putting all this together and how he's like just a- absolutely flourishing. I feel a lot of the same way about Jason Tatum. I think we're damn near witnessing not peak Tatum because he's still like what twenty three or twenty four or something like that. But he's just all the things that we've seen from him. There's been things over the past few years that he's been absolutely missing from his game for some reason. Like a couple of years ago, he was not really that good at finishing in the paint, and now he's added things like a floater yeah. to his game. He's a, he's always been a good defender, but he's over the last two. Two and a half years, he's been a supreme defender, one of the best perimeter defenders in the entire NBA. Uh, his passing has reached another level, and I think he's just like established himself in the NBA as like a guaranteed. Don't matter where you put him, you have to put him like top six players conversation. And I think Ooh. a season like this, with the adversity, this makes sense why I'm putting him number one because I didn't think that the Celtics were going to be this good coming off of the season. Now, he's, and he's completely shocked me. Um, him and his entire team, of course, and uh, being yeah. number one with the new new head coach. Yo, you heard some absolute vile things happen during the offseason within your franchise, and then you also have Robert Williams over here. Uh, he should be coming back pretty soon, maybe in a month's time or something like that. And being number yeah. one, it's impressive to me. It's impressive to me to see him in the forefront sure. of this and just encapsulate all of this greatness that he has and just. Put it all into one. It's beautiful. That's why I have number one. Okay. And as for Luca, number two, I mean, like, like you said, bro, he's putting up Jordan type numbers right now, and uh, there's nothing we can say about that. There's no other than like, yeah, the defense is iffy and stuff like that. But I can't really knock Luca at all. I just, I just like the record. I'm a record type of guy, and understand the, for for conversations like this, it doesn't really make too much sense. But that's just how my mind's working right now. I like. You can you can put Luca at number one. It doesn't really bother me. I'm not standing ten toes down on it. Yeah. But I just love the. I they just also only have one more. Rest. They have one more win than the, the Warriors. So I guess. Who, yeah. The, the Mavs. The eight seed. The Mavs have one more win. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. So my one and two is actually the same as you, Mo. Um, I have I've Luke at two and Tatum at, at one. Wow. And okay. I for me, it's a it's a matter of being like consistent uh, because mm-hmm. I am giving Giannis a lot of props because his team is is good and and for Tatum. Tatum is good on both ends of the floor. And honestly, it's funny because when I I think about Tatum, he low-key is like, he's like a high-end Devin Booker where like he can do a whole bunch of stuff. (laughs) I just feel like people just aren't like rushing to give him the same amount of praise that they are a Luka, Steph, Giannis, right? And it's not to say that like we don't care, but like we don't care as much. I think it's because we've seen his style play before. We've seen like a player like him so many times and we haven't seen enough of like guys like Luca and stuff. So I think, yeah. Like, yeah. And it's because the playmaking too. Like that he's is. keeping, like, I think we talked about a few st- uh, episodes ago. He's keeping the old tradition alive of being this just go-to scorer who impacts the game with his scoring mm-hmm. gravity and plays elite defense on the wing, the old T-Mac, Kobe, etc. Yeah. He's keeping that alive. When nowadays a bigger trend is like these all encompassing offensive weapons that do all the playmaking and all the scoring. And he's never had that. Yeah. yeah. But, but so, so for Tatum, I, I'm giving Tatum the nod because He's his team has the best record in the league. They're they're the top seed mm-hmm. in the conference. He does it on both ends of the floor. He's averaging thirty. He's made that that jump offensively, and that jump has come. And Mo, you were talking about the things that he's added to his game. We've been waiting for for Tatum to be really good at drawing fouls and being able to get to that the free throw line more. And that's yeah. the difference between him scoring twenty six a night and him scoring thirty a night. Right, is being able to get to the free throw line a little bit more. So I think yeah. with that. With that aspect of it and being able to put just a little bit more pressure on the on the defense, that's that's where I think the increase in his scoring has come from. And so I'll put him at, at one. For Luca, the stuff he's doing is insane. And so the reason the re, that's the reason why I would have him above Giannis is because he's just that he's just that different, right? Everything he's, he's doing is crazy. I also I just can't help and look at him and think about everything that I just saw two years ago with James Harden and, and just think about like, you're doing this because you're, because you're that good, but also because the system dictates that you do everything. Right. I think it's the opposite though. I think Maury and the Rockets wanted him to do that because they thought that was the best way to play. I think the Mavs need him to do that because they lost Brunson. They don't have a second star for him. So he's like, Lifting heavyweights because he has to. I think that's the difference. Well, even when even when Brunson was was there, like once once Luca came back in the in the playoffs, right? The like you you look at what they did in that Warrior series. That that offensive game plan is okay. We're gonna put we're gonna give Luca the ball. We're gonna um, we're gonna try to and attack every single screen. And everybody, we're just gonna stand around and we're just gonna chuck up threes. And that's like the way to win is trying to get Luca one-on-one matchups to get to the room yeah. and we're and we're just trying to make everything luca centric because he's that good right and it's not like yeah. it's not it's not like terrible because he is at that level but i think one long term uh it's obviously like i think that it's gonna uh, uh flame out long term but for luca if it was if it was more conducive to winning then I would probably put him. Well, I don't think. I don't think that this. They just th- made the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think this. Conducive to winning. He's yeah. winning. I don't. The I problem don't, with the, okay, the, so with the Harden comp. The problem with Harden is that regular season he was an enigma. He was looking at one of the best offensive players mm-hmm. ever, but flamed out in the playoffs. You could say Luca's doing the same exact thing, but he's not flaming out in the playoffs. So 
you're saying that could be an issue, but it's not an issue yet. So like, how playoffs can really don't matter. Stick MVP? to the subject. Regular season MVP. True. That that right too. Now. No one cares about. Yeah, the that too. You even even if I say it's not conducive to winning, we just you just said it. They're a game up on on the Warriors who are who are the the ten seed with a with a with a person and with a player that is having a season the way that that Luca is. They haven't been able to get the wins, right? And and it's, the roster sucks around Luca. It's weird though. It's weird because statistically, they are they're one of the best teams in the league. They're six in in that rating, right? They yeah. but but for some reason they haven't been able to translate that over to winning. And so when I say that it's not conducive to winning, you can go and have everything, but it just hasn't it just hasn't happened. And so you have games and you have moments. Like like the first game of the season where they're up twenty five on Phoenix and they come back and Damian Lee hits a hits a game winning shot. Those are games that you have to win and they just haven't done it consistently enough. I mean, if that's to the case, the if top. you're saying if you're saying that they're statistically the sixth best team, but they're currently eighth in the conference, then that to me just means it's probably just small sample size and that we shouldn't overreact to wins and losses when literally the difference between the three seed and the eight seed is one win. You know what I mean? It's like, but you haven't, but we... you haven't, but there's still like, there's guys on this list that, that we're talking about. Like the Celtics have 13 wins already. The Bucks have 12 wins. Even Donovan Mitchell, who is in your honorable mention, he has, without Darius Garland, has been able to to push the Cavs to get double digit wins and, and to get 11. And for the Mavs to be sitting here at nine and seven, when you have somebody who's doing Things that we haven't seen since Jordan and Wilt, the ultimate like record book breaker. It just, that's the only reason why I wouldn't put him at one is because it hasn't led to winning this season. So thus, thus doesn't far, that just sound to you this far? Doesn't that just sound to you like there's nothing around him though? Like they have two people in the roster that can dribble. Like if you're saying they have this guy going supernova and they're not winning games, maybe that just means that he Everyone has else. nothing to help him. Like we didn't do this. We didn't do this with Jokic last year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if he's clearly the only guy that can do anything, and he's keeping them from being the worst team in the league. Like, would you rather? You would you rather more? have? Would you rather have what Jokic had around him last year? Or would you rather have what Dallas has around Luca this year? Because uh, because, 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 we, say, because <laughs> we say we say we say that like Spencer Dinwiddie isn't having a, a good season. We say that like Christian Wood can't make plays. Right? Jokic Jokic didn't have. No, he hasn't. Jokic didn't have. A guy like either one of those. Oh two. my goodness! This, this is La- what we're La- doing right now, Monty Donovan. Morris, La- Monty <laughs> Morris is a playmaker. He's not a scorer. Like Spencer Dinwiddie's had a really good shooting season. He's become a great three-point shooter, and he's filling the usage needed next to Luca. He's not miles better than Monty Morris. Damn! Christian this is what we're doing right now. He's a f- Spencer Dinwiddie yeah, versus Monty Morris because he's a horrible at defense. Like I don't care how many lobs he catches. Christian Wood isn't a positively impactful player, and there's a reason Rick Carlisle can't play him. Like. He doesn't have superstar. He doesn't have a great role player. I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that he has like the sixth man of the year next to him. I'm, but I am saying that his supporting cast is better than what Jokic had. Eh. I, 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 I genuinely, I genuinely believe. I, okay. and listen, I, I, and I, and I'll give him some credit because Reggie Bullock once again has sucked. Reggie Bullock has been, yeah. has been trashed. Soon, thirty one percent from the field. Either. Jesus. But they, but for Luca to be doing all, all of this. And they have been, they haven't like, it just hasn't translated to wins early in the season. And so whether whether or not you want to say okay, like they're going to win more games in the future, that's a different conversation. In the first fifteen games, they haven't been able to get those wins, and so right now, that's what I'm holding against him. Okay, well, I, I understand that when the alternative is a guy who's also been great and the one seed, so. 
I see what you mean. It's not like it's crazy to. It's again, he's a difference yeah. between one and two, so it's not like you're saying Luca's garbage. So I get what you mean. Can't really be mad at it. Yeah, it is so funny. Like back to the Devin Booker thing. It's so funny how all the same logic criteria applies to Devin Booker. <laughs> like <laughs> he has a perfect argument to be like number one, but no one is he going the, to even dare think about that. He has the narrative and everything. Like the whole franchise just the whole yeah. franchise went went through turmoil in the in the yeah. offseason. They had they had locker room beef. And somehow Devin Booker's out here having a career season, leading them. Yeah. To, and no Chris Paul. No, Chris yeah, Paul's no, out. no Chris Paul. He's either. been washed this season. And we just don't care. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Ugh, that's rough. Uh, it's tough because, like, I want to care. Like, he, I, I like Devin what Booker. What does a lot, he have to do? Like, what does Devin Booker have to do to be in the MVP conversations? Or is, or is he just cooked? I think he might just be cooked because, like, either, no matter what, there's always going to be some. So, what he has to do is numbers. be exceptional when nobody else is incredibly exceptional. Yeah. But, like, there's these five guys in the league right now at the top that are just so much better than him that are every year going to be in the same type of production as him, even at his, even at his best, mm-hmm. that I just don't see how he's ever going to pass them up. You know what I mean? Yeah. His his playmaking, he's almost at he's almost at, at six assists a game, which is his yeah. highest <laughs> since it's, it's his highest since Chris Paul has been there. Obviously, Chris Paul has been been uh, been out, but he's shooting ninety percent from the free throw line. He's shooting fifty one percent from two, right? Thirty eight percent from three. This is. This but you got to think about it. He's hilarious. never going to be the level of player as yeah. Steph, Luca, Joel, Jokic, etc. Those top five guys. And then if you're going to do the wins on best team thing, same argument for Tatum. He's not better than Tatum. So like, how can you give him a vote over the supremely talented guys? Yeah. Or over the guy who wins a lot? Like, there's always going to be an alternative that's better. He's just this screwed. Is this is so just how talented the NBA is, bro. If it was like five, yeah, seven, yeah. eight years ago, he would definitely mm-hmm. be in those conversations, be like MVP conversations regularly. But like. Bro, Luka Tatum in the league. Jokic is in, is in the league. Steph Curry still Tough. exists, and he's absolutely. No, nah, we just don't care. So we just, we just, do, we just don't care. Like it's the the most the most interesting thing about Devin Booker is that is like either what he wears or the fact that he was dating Kendall Jenner. Like that, those are those <laughs> are the two most. Inter- it's just not appealing, I, and I don't I don't know for <laughs> for what reason. It's just not. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe hopefully one day he'll get his recognition, but probably not by me. Yeah. Okay, so I think that concludes our MVP talk. We'll 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 have an episode about this every month or two, kind of reconvene on what we're thinking the race is at. But I think this is a good snapshot of the early season race so far. Yeah. This, this so you know good. what that means. You, you you know what time it is, right? TikTok. What time is it? TikTok time. Let's do it. Let's do it. The best moment of every episode. Where you guys get to listen in on what our TikToks are going to be for the week. Let's run it. First one. You tell me what's more likely. What's more likely? The Lakers make the playoffs or the Pelicans make the finals? Oh. I'm going to say the Lakers make the playoffs simply because the Pelicans aren't looking in too great of a shape. Zion has had two different injuries this early into the NBA season. Neither are the Lakers. <laughs> that is true. That is very true, dog. But... As of now, the Lakers look a little bit more promising, which is crazy as hell to say. But AD has been playing like a top five player so far. Well, as of late into the NBA season. And if he continues to keep this up, if LeBron adds to all the value that Anthony Davis is bringing, I just don't see a way that the Lakers do not madly. Wait, are we calling the play as the playoffs? That's a real question right there. No, they have to make the eight seed. They have to win the play-in. Yes. I think the Lakers are more likely to do that. (laughs) Okay. It it's it's more likely that that the Lakers make the play in. 
um, and make the and make the playoffs. Then the Pelicans, they they're not winning the finals. Come on, now. <laughs> this, too much questions this, right now. They're not they're not doing that. The Lakers are yeah. the the Lakers are three and a half games out of the out of the the ten seed. LeBron's on his way back. If the chemistry doesn't mess up, all they have to do is sneak in, into that spot, make up four games in the next sixty six games, and then go yeah. ahead and, and win two. That's all you have to do. Yeah, I, maybe there's only even if you're the biggest pessimist of the Lakers, maybe there's only twenty five percent chance they make they win the play in. I think there's like a two percent chance the Pelicans win the finals if that. So got to go Lakers. They're not doing that. Okay. What's more likely, Steph wins his third MVP or his fifth ring? Oh, oh Steph wins his third MVP. I don't. Mm. I don't think they like. I just don't see the vision this year for them to to get the chip. Um, Clay, Clay went off. He still washed. Pool. <laughs> he, just gave, <laughs> like, he just gave your team 41. What do you mean? Who is my team? Who's my team? Oh, you don't claim them anymore, the Knicks? He didn't give the Knicks 41. He gave the Rockets 41. Oh, I thought it was the... Wow. Yeah, listen. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to nah. write off the Warriors because I feel like we've done that one too many times been proven wrong, but I think he's a favorite for the MVP if the season ended today, so I'm going to go MVP. Yeah, I'd say that I don't have him as a favorite to an MVP right now, but I have to give him. I have to give him. Um, did you guys hear that? That was fucking blender in the background. <laughs> nah, no, okay. thank God. Did nobody hear that blender? Thank God, we guys blender. Anyways, yeah, I'm definitely gonna say it's more likely that Steph Curry goes ahead and wins the MVP rather than making it to the finals because Warriors have a lot of questions. James Wiseman is in the fucking G League right now. Jonathan Kaminga, Moses Moody not making that much noise. They have a lot of bench questions, and in the playoffs, the bench really fucking matters. And uh, yeah, it's not looking too. It's looking real bleak for the Warriors' final chances right now. Tough. Curry having an all time season. So shout out to him. No, no so. more rings. <laughs> I'm, that might bite you okay. in the ass <laughs> what's more likely Chicago blows it up and trades Zach Levine or Minnesota blows it up and trades Carl Anthony Towns Chicago blows it up they they're, they're the closest ones to that Minnesota just gave up a generational haul for, for Rudy Gobert they're, they're gonna stick with this 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 <laughs> facts they got no choice <laughs> this is yeah. their lot in life uh, but but Chicago, they've been through this experience for for a couple years. I don't know how much they think that they have left. Lonzo's ball, Lonzo Ball's leg is like apparently falling off, and he just can't use it anymore. Like, I don't see the vision with them. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I I gotta agree with that. I think that the Timberwolves they're not gonna give up so quickly, but it's so easy to give up for the Chicago Bulls because you got Victor Wembanyama in the finals. I mean, you got Victor Wembanyama in the NBA draft this year. Then on top of that. Well, not only Victor, but a plethora of good prospects. And then on top of that, you have a top four lottery pick protected. Uh, you have a top four pick protected pick. And there's no better season to go ahead and try to convey on that than this season. But it's still risky. Yeah, but but even if they trade Zach, they're too good to tank for Victor. So it's like they're not going to be able to get to that level of bad. So they'd have to trade everybody. They'd have to trade everybody. That's a tough blow up. Like maybe they're stuck with this team just like the Timberwolves are. Even maybe they trade Zach and try to like retool and get value out of him since yeah. his knee looks like it's also falling off the bone. But I don't know if they're gonna be able to get down to tanking to that level. Uh, yeah, they're gonna have to do a little bit more than Zach. Y'all right about that. But I think that's more likely. Listen, they should just trade. Yeah, they should just trade DeRozan to the Lakers. <laughs> Facts. They, give it they to me. Should, give it to me. Just trade that. Get get the Lakers fixed and trade 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 for Russ. Send Russ home. <laughs> have have nobody on the roster. Let this be Kobe. Blow White's it all team. up. 
Let this be Kobe Weiss. <laughs> team. The man needs a chance. Let Patrick Williams dribble into the stands every time because he can't fucking handle the ball. Let exactly. him be the guy. Let's get that going. Let's Love get it. that going, Chicago. Let us let us fix the Bulls. <laughs> let us fix the Bulls. <laughs> okay, next one. We're gonna do a thing we did a few weeks ago, and you guys are gonna guess whose NBA stats these are. Oh, okay. So, I got three of them. I'm gonna text you guys the first one. Let's go. I'll put this on the screen for all the video watchers on YouTube. Let me see. Let me see who's here. All right, so this person is averaging 13.8 points. Hmm. Y'all tell me whose NBA stats these are. All right, so off rip, right? So they're, they're not a shooter, 31% yeah. from the field. Trying to put three. Yeah, 41% from yeah, the field, yeah, yeah. 31% from three, and 75% from the free throw line. They're averaging 14 points, six assists, three rebounds, damn near three assists. And a steal. All right, and but they have block. okay. They have one point two steals, so yeah, they do. So it's probably probably a wing, yeah. probably a wing, or may, may actually no. I think it's a guard. It, it is a guard. The turnovers are kind of high. Two point seven turnovers. So yeah. they they yeah. handle the ball. They handle the the ball a lot. Not a good shooter. Um, hmm. Damn. Okay, so this is tough. You can go a yeah. lot of different directions with this. I'm not sure how well this dude has been playing because he's coming off of an injury. Um, but is this Jamal Murray? No. It's not Jamal Murray. No. Not the worst guess, but not Jamal. Okay. I don't I think I may be selling this guy short for my first guess. Is this D'Angelo Russell? Wow. This is D'Angelo Russell. First guess. <laughs> this, this is, is, a, this is fire. You deserve that. Take that one. Birth it with your chest. This is great. Uh, yeah, damn, Dylan, you so fucking far. ass! Holy shit! <laughs> God damn! I'm like that. Yeah, D- I'm like that. Dylan struggling to start the year. Damn ass! That's damn, so we haven't had a first guess before. That's wow. crazy. Look yeah. at that. I was on par. I was on par. I was not that bad. I'm taking that. I'm taking that win. And I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's play number two. What about this guy? Okay, You're averaging right, so 19 points, points, seven assists. Four rebounds, four turnovers, which is kind of telling. A steal, point three blocks, forty-one percent from the field, and thirty-one percent from three, and eighty percent from the line. Okay, so he's definitely a guard, and I think we can say all say that clearly. Uh, four turnovers is really telling. Uh, is I'm, it? I'm gonna say I'm gonna veer towards this as a young guard. Younger guard. Okay. Is this Cade Cunningham? Not a bad guess. It is not Cade Cunningham. Okay, so it was a young guard. Cool. Okay. Uh okay, so they have one I didn't say his age. They have, they have one facts he didn't. Um okay, so they have <laughs> they have one steal, three point seven turnovers. So they're a point guard. They get they're gonna handle the ball a lot. What point guards can't shoot? Um that's the that's the lane that, that we have to go through. They're not really a rebounder, so they're probably under 6-4. Um, yeah. Dang. This is, is No, 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 no. This can't this can't be him. I'm trying to think about trying to think about all the point guards in in the league. I'm trying to think about out west. Come on, this is this is a TikTok. Speed it up. I know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Um ah. this, this is a tough one. But they this have the ball in their hands a lot because they have cause they have seven assists. Who is this? 
Yeah. <laughs> Who can are you? Give you? Us a, can you, is he in the Eastern Conference? No. I'm not telling you. Make a guess before I give you hints. Okay, oh, is fine. this is this Jalen Brunson? Oh, it's not Jalen Brunson. I think Jalen Brunson is a lot more efficient than that. Yeah, he's he's. You're so disrespectful, but you're not a real Knicks fan. I'm there. You got caught again. I can't. Right? I can't. I can't remember his stats. Okay. No, it's not Jalen Brunson. Is oh man, this is tough. I don't. I genuinely. Are you on your phone? Get off your phone. No, I'm not on my phone. I'm recording. For, for, for the, for I'm the looking day, at teams right now. Moses I'm just looking paused, at teams. Mo just paused his video so we, okay. so we couldn't see him. He Wait, really? On his phone. Fuck. <laughs> now I'm looking at teams right now. I just need to picture the NBA teams. Other than okay, that, look at teams. That's it though. No, nothing else. Okay, yeah. I promise you. I'm just looking at teams. Promise you. Okay. This guy. Uh, is it? Come on, get a guess out there. Speed it up. This is bad radio. That's what I'm saying. All right, so you're taking way too long. I am going to say that this dude plays on, for. Is this? You gotta say something. Is this CJ McCollum? No, it's not CJ McCollum. Dude, I said I'm never picking CJ again. Fuck, I, I, I did that last <laughs> video. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, he's below the age of 25. But young player. Below the age of 25, young player. Hmm. All right, so we got. Is this? No, nah, it can't be Simon. Simon's is, is shooting much better. Simon's than is hooping. This. Yeah, he's hooping. This is Yeah, Simon's okay. is It can't can't be Simon's. Is nobody on the Lakers? Nobody on the Clippers? Let's try to think is, of these young teams. Ooh. Is this uh what's his name? Kevin Porter Jr. This is not Kevin Porter Jr. Fuck. I think we're stumped here. I think we're stumped. Yeah. He's in the Eastern Conference. Damn, wow. so is not Cade? Holy shit. He's in the Tell us throw names out there. You're just doing too much thinking. So TikTok. What are Let's you doing? see. OG's yeah. hooping. So this can't be OG. Look at the assist too, bro. That no way in hell. That's, that's what. OG. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He's a young player. You can't put. I would. This looks like like Lamelo Ball stats, but he's not playing right now. So no way in hell you decided to throw in Lamelo Ball. Is it match. Terry Rozier? Lamelo Ball. He's old as hell. No, it's not Terry Rozier. Damn, yo, Terry, we stumped for real. I'm just. This is Lamelo oh, wait, Ball. I said. This is LaMelo Ball? This is LaMelo Ball. No, why? This is LaMelo Ball. Why would you put LaMelo? You can't, That's messed up. That's messed up. You can't do that. LaMelo Ball came, LaMelo Ball's in back for two games. He played like two games or something like that this season. That's messed up. That's wrong. He's playing. What do you mean? You're an ass for that. You're an ass. (laughs) This is your fault. You're an ass. That's wrong. Yeah. LaMelo, he had no real shine this year so far. I was right, though. Give me that W. I said, this is LaMelo Ball. Give me that. This is my. This is mine. Nah, that's messed up. I guess, but you you, you want to stand 10 toes on it. This is mine. Yeah, I took that W, y'all. Neither one of you got the W. Fuck. Okay, last one. This guy's played more than two games, so no more crying. Okay, good. <laughs> last one. 22, 6, and 4. He's averaging yeah, oh, he's averaging 22.6 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 turnovers, a steal, 0.3 blocks, shooting 56% from the field, 50% from 3. God damn! And I'm 71% from the free throw line. <laughs> Is this... Is Same. this a rookie? No, no, I, 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 no I, hands. Make a guess. This is this fifty percent from three. Who's out here shooting like this? Yeah, who the hell? Who the so hell? Who's strapped? That? <laughs> yeah, bro. holy shit! Well, I mean, the, <laughs> is this Desmond Bain? You don't have so don't get. This is not Desmond Bain. Damn, that was a good guess. Maybe <sighs> it's nah. He's. Nah, he got he got to be be much better than that. I know yeah. it's not. Um, 
I know it's not who's shooting fifty percent. Hey, is your boy? Nah, he he can't be like that. There's no Kevon one on the Herter. There's no there's no. Nah, he's that. averaging like, like eighteen. Averaging I would have known. This is not Kevin Herter. He's averaging like eighteen. I would have known. Uh, you follow okay. that man like that? It's crazy. Absolutely, bro. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Who is hooping like this right now, bro? It's no. I can, this, I don't think uh, there's anyone in the. E- is this Laurie Markkinen? This is not. You're paying attention to the wrong things. Yeah. It's I think he is. It's I think he's a wing, wing or a guard. I think he's a wing or a guard because the blocks are really fucking low and the steals are more than double mm. that. The turnovers are high, though. The turnovers are high. But I don't know yeah. who is. I don't Has know who's, who's shooting like this. Is this. Is this. He's above 6'5. Is this Jalen Brown? It's not Jalen Brown. He's a, he's above six five. Proceeds to name somebody under six five. I thought he was six uh, six. That was that was that was me. That was me the last round. Jalen Brown's over six five. That, that was the me uh-huh. last time though, because he said he said under twenty five. I said Terry Rozier. Bro, I did uh, something way worse. Last episode, he said he's younger than 24, 25. I said CJ McCollum. <laughs> I said it with conviction. Holy shit! All right, All right, please please give us the conference. Western Conference. Is okay. this Paul George? It's not Paul George. That's Damn. actually a really good guess, though. Yeah, not not the worst guess. It's not it's not a terrible guess. I'm trying to think out west. It's not Paul George. It's not Desmond Bain. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. It's definitely not no one. Oh, bro, this let's is see, Brandon Ingram. Is it <laughs> Brandon Ingram? Is Dude, it good? It's the fifty percent from three that's throwing me the fuck I off know. right now. I don't know. I don't know who's shooting like this. Yeah, can stop looking at it because there's a lot of context you don't know. It's a 50... What's the is context? This, What's the is context? this Anthony Simons? It's not Anthony Simons. Because <sighs> he's shooting like that. But that, six, it's the 50% from four. three and the 71% free Ignore throw Ignore the three-point percentage. Good Lord. <laughs> <sighs> but it's, it's just it, a it super efficient... It's a super efficient point guard out west. It's uh, like... It's above 6'5". Over 6'5". It, it can't be... Okay, over 6'5". Okay, that's kind of telling, too. He averages more rebounds than assists. You think it's a point guard? Nah. So it's a wing. Okay, it's a wing. This, is this so? so it's is this two. Andrew Wiggins? It's not Andrew Wiggins. It's a it's a two out west. Who said it's a two? He's above six five. I, mean, I guess it could be a two. Okay, he's above six five. It's a two out west. Hey man, I'm one guess from being over this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is this? Done. Oh, this has to be Jeremy Grant. <laughs> no, no you're just naming Blazers players now. <laughs> what? Thought, this is not Jeremy Grant. Okay, listen. y'all give up. Wait, no. I, okay, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get one more guess in, and then I'll be done. So if we go through the West, and I don't think, hmm, I'm trying to think about. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull them all. I'm gonna pull up all all the teams in the yeah. NBA teams. I just need it's, to see it. This visually. is not no one on Phoenix. I don't want to list. Let's have this thing. become a fifteen-minute segment. Yeah, exactly, bro. <laughs> this, these, yeah, these are the hardest. Can't yeah, These are the hardest. It's hard. Is this um? Is this Keldon Johnson? It's not. It's not a bad. That's guess. a great guess. Is this Michael right, Porter done. Jr.? Nah, he's shooting way more it's than not. free throws in that, bro. Fuck. All right, I'm done. Yeah, y'all give up. Yeah. Yeah. This is Zion Williamson. What the fuck? It's I told the, you to stop thinking too much for the three-point yeah, shot. Man. He's shooting point five attempts a game. 
fuck. Yeah, the three nah, points. That's on me. That's on me, yeah. coach. That's on me. Three point shots <laughs> threw me off, bro. That's that's so telling. God damn, that's bro. On me. That's Unbelievable. So He's taking like I'm, a, a, I'm a actually disgusted. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'll be an, I'll be answering no questions at my press conference. Press conference today. <laughs> That's tough. That's funny. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the last couple of segments we got. Mojo camera good? Yeah. Okay. Let's do the the shoe one you have for us. Sweet. You you want to you want to host it? Or you want me to do it? I got it. <laughs> All right. Let me let's think of uh, some. I got it. TikTok <laughs> lingo. Silent. Ready? Yeah. Yep. All right, let's go. Which which signature shoes are better? All right, okay. cool. Now I'm gonna list the uh, the Zion. What are these called again? Yeah, the Zion twos or the the Zion twos or the Curve Flow nines. First off, you this is a terrible first matchup. Um, <laughs> this is the mid off for real. <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ! Curry Curry wins because Zion's look like Zion's shoes look like they are medically prescribed. <laughs> yeah you gotta have all time to wear these bitches outside bro oh my goodness nah nah i can't i can't do no. this give me i'll take curry's i'll take curry's yeah. shoes these look like i don't know like early 2000s hyper dunks or some shit these are terrible yeah. I, I gotta go with curry's like yeah bro. i gotta go with curry's but i'm not happy about it zion's is like it's a combination of like shacks and and ones yeah with a velcro shoes it's nasty, it's, bro. It's ugly. Yeah, it's ugly. I can't do it. It's nasty. They look like they look <laughs> like they're supposed to light up or something too, bro. It looks like a very versatile shoe. You're either five years old wearing these, or you're seventy five years old wearing those. Facts. All right. <laughs> so next up, Facts. you got the LeBron twenties versus the KD fifteens. This is tough. It's not these are hard. Both. I like both of these. It's not tough. These are hard. LeBron twenty easy. Mm. What? Those LeBron, nah, those KDs are hard. These are some of, in my opinion, these are some of the better LeBrons that we've gotten in a while. In a long time, you're right. They really are. Um, and I think I like both of these. So I'm not mad at you. The the KD one, I'm not a I'm not a fan of the of the side of the the lacing where where the, where the laces go through on on the side. It uh, also the texture on it. I don't know what that fabric is. It looks a little just like rough. It. It doesn't, it doesn't look good. The, the, uh, you know what it is? What's up? Mo showed us a picture of some pink ones, and I'm just a slut for pink shoes. So he's, he's swayed me. Mo just unleashed a kink. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These LeBron's are nice. These LeBron's are nice. Yeah. For the first time in a while, we got LeBron shoes that don't look like brick houses. So Facts. I like them. Facts. Fuck with them heavy, bro. All right. So you got the Luka ones versus the Trey Young twos. How 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 do both of these suck? mid off again? How do both of these are suck? terrible? The Luca ones may I'm not be picking Trey Young. I'll tell you that the Luca ones are bad, but these Trey Young ones are terrible. These Buzz Lightyear shoes you got me looking at. What the fuck are these? Are those the what? The, the, the trays are the ones on on the right. The the white ones. The trays on the ones. The trays are on the left. The black and white, and then Lucas are the Buzz Lightyear. Oh, you you, you got it backwards then. Uh, oh. you, you, you labeled it wrong. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I yeah I I, oh. I labeled it wrong. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll reset. The trays aren't good. I don't like the trays, but those Lucas shoes are some Buzz Lightyear ass shoes. You got me looking at. I'm yeah. not picking those. Yeah, I'll take. I'll take the. I'll take the, the trade twos as well. Yeah, Luca. Luca has no drip, man. He really. <laughs> he really needs some help. He the really only needs way I'm picking those Lucas is if it gives me the ability of Luca plus ten on my attribute on the basketball court. Can what I what get do you think this back? is? This isn't like Mike. What are you talking about? 
<laughs> I get to I get to play like Luca. Stop it. Nah, yeah, we need bro. we need to get Luca so bad in the off season. So obviously, this off season nerf or nothing asking this this off season Luca he was playing in the Eurobasket. That's cool. The next off season we need to get him an internship at League Fits. They need to teach him <laughs> how to dress, how to style, how to do everything. Because this is not it right here. This is not yeah, it. Bro. Facts. Yeah, get bro. him in the lab with Shea Gilchrist Alexander the same way. Uh, young Devin Booker got in the lab with Kobe Bryant. We need to get him to learn from the best. <laughs> that was Facts. a great talk. Yeah, these those suck. Those are horrible shoes, Jesus. Yeah. Sneakers are in the gutter. <laughs> right, what we got left? We're almost done here. Uh, we only got one more. So, there's been a lot of surprising players, both good and bad, this year. Which NBA player has disappointed you the most this season? R.J. Barrett. Dude got paid max money, and he's playing like a role player. And I think a lot of people have Bro. to just realize that, like, you know, they're, 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 the they put they put star potential. They gave that man star money, but he, had, he makes role player type of decisions that are just irritating at this stage of your career. Bro, I'm so glad for. you said this. Like, yo. I have been wanting to get this off my chest for months. Absolutely. Oh R.J. Barrett is mid as fuck. Yeah. Like, what discernible all-star level ceiling of a skill does he have? Not he was a good shooter for one year. No longer that. He, he's he gotten better as a ball handler. Still not good. Can't finish at the rim. That's what we doing. What, is he just, just fucking stopper on defense? No. Like, what is the, what is the deal? Is what we he's doing. just insanely mid. He's insanely mid. He the had only... potential. <laughs> Where'd it go? He had... Listen. Where's it at? It's clearly not a good fit with Brunson and Randall there. It things just Who's like, he fit with? for him, for him personally, it's not the best situation. He has to run. What would be the now we're blaming it on the situation. He has to, well, he has to run around and play defense because this little five ten point guard dude, he can't play defense. <laughs> he be getting ran over by everybody. So now RJ has to put out all his fires. So that's that's one, two, the the difference in RJ's shot from year one to to last year got insanely smooth you can see the progression and he's taken steps every single year to be a better player he just hasn't been able to be in that role i think that if they get rid of julius randall and now we focus full-time on this backcourt then we can this isn't a big three it's jalen brunson rj barrett and julius randall it's not a big three it's just three guys it's a mid three i'll tell you it's that. just three guys right <laughs> Let's give RJ Barrett some time to maybe there's, grow into those shoes and he's been relegated specific, to the third option. There's a specific, How many more time does he need? He already has his max contract. Yeah. He's gotten a lot of time. Exactly. There's a specific type of player that I just absolutely hate. And it's players who are just like, who look like they're athletic, but they're stiff back at the same time. And RJ Barrett is I will, one I will, of those I will give players. He's very far from that. being shifty. He's not as pretty as pitch. you would expect him to be. He just like he doesn't. Lot. He's, he's not mobile like that at all, bro. He can move, obviously, but yeah. he's not as mobile as you would expect him to be. And at this point, now yeah. if we were to do a redraft, bro, I'm taking Tyler Hero over him. I'm taking Darius oh, Garland for sure over him, bro. And I think I think I can keep the list Duh. going. I can keep the list going. It's it's yeah. a, y'all it's let ridiculous. up on the young boy. Y'all let up it's on the young no. boy. No, people have let up on him too much. He yeah. needs more slander. What yeah, did he exactly, let up on bro. him. What do you mean? I feel like, like at this point. He, he was the he was the best he was the number one player on that on that on the in terms of like recruit the moment he got to duke and zion was there everybody was just like oh he's trash he's trash he's trash this this and that and like in that in that draft it ended up being zion and ja and then everyone's yeah. like oh well he he 
he's going to go top three, I guess. And they've been slandering him since the moment he got into this We've league. We've let what him skate mean? by for four years, yeah. being a below average at everything. What do you mean, yeah. skate by? He's gotten, <laughs> he's gotten slander for four years. He's more of it. The yeah, only people more, who have bro. defended him have been New York Knicks fans. And, the, and the they're the starting country. to get sick and tired of him, too. I don't know why the, you're weird the rest ass of the so country, weird The you. rest of the country has been hating on him for, for the last four years. For no, Good. Needs to be an yeah. entire universe at this okay. point, bro. Another player we got, okay, off of him. Another player we got to talk about is another one is Jordan Poole. All these kids on TikTok have tried to convince me that he was going to be this rising star after last year's playoffs. Kids on TikTok. They tried to tell me he's better than Desmond Bain. Boy, and all you this sound bullshit. old. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they tried to tell me he's better than Desmond Bain and all this other bullshit. And he's he's been just been worse than he was last year. Like, he hasn't taken a step at all. That's true. Yeah. He's, bro, there's times where he's unplayable. And it's the yeah. and it's the regular season. Yeah, are you? He should worse in the field, worse from three. Still bad at defense. Playmaking hasn't taken a meaningful jump. I, I don't see why I should buy into him as his rising star. Yeah, I'm gonna give it some time. There was an interesting conversation that happened last year, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, would you rather go ahead and have Anthony Simons or Jordan Poole?" And at, initially last year, he had me for a second. That was kind of tough. But now I think everyone's pretty much back to the You've common the sense light? and. Anthony Simons. Yeah, we've seen the light. We've been blessed, bro. Anthony Simons is the one. He's him. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. My my person who has been a little bit disappointing is Zion Williamson. Um, mm. Okay, that's fair. I, I thought I thought Zion was gonna come out. He's been off for a year and a half now. I thought he was he was gonna come out and take full control of this Pelicans offense. They were gonna run everything through him. And he just hasn't gotten there. He's at yeah. <laughs> like we just saw. He's at he's at he's at twenty two points uh per per game. His re, his uh his offensive rebounding numbers have gone down by basically like a full offensive rebound. I understand that's because like Jonas is there and the paint is a little bit clogged up, but exactly. Um, I just thought we would see a little bit more scoring from him, and we just haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah, me too. But I don't think it's all his fault. I think it's more so that they have these four creators on offense, all need touches, and their coach has purposely not ran the offense through him as much. Like I think he's getting like like a fourth of the pick and roll touches mm-hmm. he had back in the, two years ago. So it's really just been the fact that there's more people to feed, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's, but it's like, so when he first came, when he first came in, into the league in that like 24 games that we saw him play, he averaged 22 and a half points in 28 minutes and on 15 shots. And now he's, he's at 30, he's at 31 and a half minutes, still at 15 shots at, at 22. So he's like the, the rate is, is the same, but at the same time, his field goal percentage, and for somebody who only shoots, you know, layups and everything ten feet in within, last year he shot sixty-one percent for the field. He's shooting fifty-six percent now, which is lower than his rookie season. Everything is kind of down across the board. I thought we would at least get rookie Zion Williamson back, and it just hasn't hasn't even just looked the same. It's just it's just yeah. been all around different. So Zion. Sadly, is my most disappointing player this year. Another yeah. number one overall. I'm gonna give it some time though. Another number one overall pick. Yeah, I definitely give that some time. Another number one overall pick who doc wide slick do not want to give him an, any more time at least on this team is DeAndre Aiden. I mentioned last Thank episode you. that he was kind of disappointing. Uh, he's averaging uh, the second lowest amount of points so far Why don't in his we slander career. Him? Let's do it because he Let's hasn't been it. absolutely Bro. fucking terrible. He's actually still playable, and he, he just want him to do more. RJ Barrett no, literally num- can't do one, more. He's a number one overall. He's a number one overall pick who lacks aggression and has to have Chris Paul spoon feed him to tell him what to do on the court. And it's him. It's, right. it's him and Devin, it's him. It's him and yeah. Booker 
in terms of Paul and Booker having to tell him, hey, DeAndre, run the floor. Hey, DeAndre, yeah. go here. Fam, you're He's seven been... feet tall and you can... You're seven feet tall and you have the ability to do absolutely everything. You should have taken the leap by now. There's probably yeah. a reason. Like, like, listen, Phoenix should have paid him um, that money. There's probably a reason that they didn't want to give him that money because he looks unmotivated by the fact that he hasn't taken a big leap in four years. Yeah, facts. But the thing is, he's still way better than RJ Barrett. Facts. Right. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. If you're the next, you'd rather have DeAndre and then RJ Barrett at this point. I'm trying to have a serious conversation. Right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, you're right though. You're right. At this point, it looks like it looks like DeAndre Aiden is just quiet quitting and he's just waiting to get traded. Like he does not want to be there. There's no motivation. Yeah. They need to split it up for both parties. Yeah. The numbers are just really disappointing. He's averaging the least amount of rebounds in his entire career. He's supposed to be a double double machine. He's averaging 8.5 rebounds a game. The fuck is that shit, bro? Uh, he's averaging the least amount of blocks <laughs> per game. He's averaging the least amount of minutes per game, bro. It's like, dog, what? Are you, you're so unserious. That shit, bro? Yeah, you're supposed to, you're supposed Great to be he, you're supposed to be him out there on the court, bro. You have CP3 out. Who would have thought that with CP3 out and then now just Devin Booker? Like you're supposed to. They were calling this duo the fucking next Kobe and Shaq. Who said that? Who? That's a well, lie. That, that was nasty Who? as fuck. Who said who that? Said that, that? Was stupid. People were saying that the next Colby and Jack. You said bro, people what? were saying that. Ben said, who said that? <laughs> you, saw, you saw one tweet. You saw one tweet. <laughs> I promise Excuse you. Look it up on YouTube. He's saying this. Twelve year old white boy saying that, bro. <laughs> another person we gotta be. Another person we gotta be at least a little bit disappointed in is obviously Trey Young. Oh yeah. Who just hasn't been able to make shots and hasn't adjusted well to playing with Dejounte. Right. Yeah. He'll get there, but he hasn't been great so far. While we're on yeah. this, I'm. I'm disappointed in LeBron James. Um, <laughs> oh, duh. Yeah, number Yeah, he does not. He's looked terrible. Yeah. So, for obvious yeah. reasons, I was joking, but listen, we can we can get into this LeBron slander. Um, oh my god! No, he slow. He let's, did, like, let's end it right here. He just. <laughs> no, I mean he hasn't been great. We talked about it last episode. Mm-hmm. He's there's clearly some adjustments going on. They'll get better as because the spacing has been really hurting him. Mm-hmm. They'll get better as time goes on, but he hasn't looked super motivated. The body language has been bad. Like, there's a fair reason to be disappointed with him. Facts. Yeah, right, cool. fair. We we got our, our yeah, disappointing off. Huh? Nice. Oh, Kawhi Leonard too. Please, he needs more. Like, bro, he's been so disappointing. Oh, bro, I'm not disappointed, Kawhi Leonard. I'm saddened by Kawhi Leonard. I'm just at this point, like, is he ever gonna be what we hoped he could be? Like, yeah, it might just be. He might be cooked. Yeah, but his career is has ended. The career numbers are gonna be so like mind boggling in like a bad way. Yeah. To find out Andrew Wiggins is a, has like put up more points than him. In his entire career is just fucking yeah. like nuts. I'm hoping he gets at least a little bit healthy and we get to see at least one more run of him as that guy. Yeah. But at this point, I'm not super confident. Tobias in that. Harris has more career buckets than Kawhi Leonard. Who would have known? <laughs> <laughs> Wild. All right. Well, that's the show. I think we're done here. Bye. Yep.